Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. All praise and thanks due to Allah. Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith, inshallah. And welcome back to another episode of the Human Habit Podcast. And inshallah, in today's episode, we'll continue with our conversation and discussion with our dear brother, Sheikh Abdullah Hassan. And we'll continue where we left off from last week's episode. So without further ado, here we go. So let's that's, that's go back to that point of saying we're oblivious to even the gifts we got. Yeah. Just uh, oblivious to the... Why do you think... You know, because I remember that Allah says... Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough for mankind is approaching the account, but they are heedlessly turned away. So heedless means back, uh, like we're mindless, isn't it? Like, so why do you think we're always constantly, even to the gifts... Mm-hmm. You know the gifts we got, we're blind to it. Until like you, even yourself, when you say when it's only when you go abroad mm-hmm. and you maybe face a particular challenge, and what you used to take for granted, mm-hmm. you suddenly realize, whoa, what a gift! Like like take for example the NHS now. If you feel ill, yeah. you go to the hospital. Or when we're like yeah, you know, like even pregnancy, like your missus gives birth to your kids, and you go there. Yeah, if you're yeah, abroad yeah. in America, you sell your house. And even I'll give you another example. Mm-hmm. Uh, just off the back of that. Uh, some other countries, mashallah, the healthcare may be there, but the professional standards, the patient care, is not at the level that we we expect and what we're used to. So what happens is, I've been in some countries, something like oh operation, and you're just like, what do you mean operation? Hold on, let's speak about this. And this is a doctor, and he looks at you and says, it's just a minor operation. To like, no, no. And that's one thing, alhamdulillah, in the UK and probably on a European level, they try and shy away from operations. Uh, Mashallah, you have more organic forms of healing. Mm. But yeah, that's just a a, a side point to what you were saying. But wallahi, I guess mankind, human nature, we take a lot for granted. We're forgetful. We're always looking, especially in the era of social media, yeah. where you go on Instagram and you see somebody with this car, and sometimes they don't even own that car, they just take a photo in front of a car. <laughs> yeah. And well, like, unfortunately, it's yeah. become deceptive to a level, I'm 25 years old, I'm living like this. And we just see the smiles. We've not seen how many takes were taken to get that photo. Yeah. Probably 50 takes yeah. to get that perfect video. Oh, yeah. Salama, how are you? And, and we're living in a time of... I think we're getting closer to the time the Prophet said, that the person who's truthful is declared to be a liar or someone who's not truthful, yeah. you shouldn't pay attention to them. Yeah. And the one who is deceptive is the one that we follow, we take them as a leader, we see them to be truthful. Uh, so definitely the era of social media is not, health, is not helpful in that regard. Yeah. We're always wanting more. We're constantly desiring more, yeah. and we actually forget how much we already have. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Allah so We're constantly competing with one another. Yeah, we're distracted. Alha, it means you've been distracted by what's by competing with one another. Yeah. What are we competing in? In wealth, in children, in dress, how we speak. Yeah. Everything in a dunya level, subhanAllah. So. 
it's a sad reality, but there are things, inshallah, we can do to combat that, to bring yeah. ourselves back, you know. That's good. And do you have any particular interest or hobbies in outside? Like, do you have any particular interest? And if yes, can you tell us? I know we met in football. You yeah, yeah, just yeah. I'd like to say football is a hobby, but it is a hobby. I've not played for a while. I need to get back on it, inshallah. Yeah. Um, you've also got, alhamdulillah, I like swimming. Yeah. I like going for walks. I like the countryside. And reading, I've And that's reading. another thing, subhanAllah, when you're out in the Middle East, in the desert, yeah. and you go to the Peak District. I remember Arab, a Saudi brother saying to me, uh, we met on a train from Sheffield to Manchester and the views, you know, from Sheffield to Manchester, yeah. the Peak District. Yeah. And he was saying to me, my grandfather used to tell me there's places in the world where you can see green as far as the eye can see. And they look at it almost like a prophecy. Yeah. Because it's so far-fetched. And when you're in the Middle East, that is far-fetched. Yeah. Because you can barely see green, you know, 10 yards in front of you. That's you know? it, yeah. Exactly. But subhanAllah, we have that here. Yeah. And you look at it and... So definitely, I like to get out into the countryside. Uh, I like swimming, you know, going for walks, reading, drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What inspires you now, like these days? What inspires you? Uh, that's a difficult question, <laughs> to be honest. Have you got a lot of things that inspire you? I mean, I guess the main thing would be goals. What you're trying to achieve in life. Yeah. Just constantly thinking, you know, life is short. Yeah. And you so want to goal, leave this world. You know, they you. speak about carbon footprints. Yeah. Uh, leave it, you know, in a negative kind of context, leaving a negative impact on the world. Yeah. And I guess you look back and you think, you know, there's going to be a day that I'm not around. Yeah. But you'd like to think you've left some form of change, even on a very small, minute community level. Yeah. It just, not even on a Sheffield level, just the area we're in now, yeah. for example, of Sheffield. And that you've affected some people's lives. Yeah, positive impact. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just even even if it comes to your, our, our neighbour, my mum's neighbour of 30 years. Yeah. She had a B&B across the road. Uh, she was of Irish descent. Yeah. Lovely woman. She moved out last week, downsized, and her B&B was sold. It was like a seven, eight bedroom B&B with lots of land around it as well. Yeah. So it's probably gone to a developer. Which is sad because you had somebody who was invested in the community. Now you just get, you know, they. I know they help on an economic level, but you get students who come and go who don't care as much. And, yeah. Which is why the council, alhamdulillah, they actually have limits on multiple occupancy, how many houses of multiple occupancy can be in an area. Yeah. You know, they want to keep the rule, the spirit of an area. Community, yeah. Imagine having an area where everyone is just there for two or three years. Yeah, there's been no community spirit. You know, people, you know, may not look after the cleanliness of the area, even on that level. Yeah. So, and we went to go and see her. Uh, we gave her a card, some chocolates, and... She, she's quite old. She's downsizing because, uh, you know, she's not as mobile as before. Yeah. She wants a, a bungalow kind of property. And she got really emotional. Just, just from now. Looking yeah. back. And she told us she moved in in 1988. She bought that property. Yeah, 1988. And, yeah, yeah, and my family moved in, I think, in 1992. Or if so, it's not yeah, 91. Years, like, years so she's like, your houses were built when I bought this. Yeah. Subhanallah. Yeah, because they are new, innit? Yeah. You're next to the shop, innit? You're next to exactly. the shop, innit? Yeah, yeah. 
So she got very emotional. Yeah, memories. Um, send her memory. Exactly. Memory exactly. And even that appreciation, yeah. you know, that thanks that somebody has come to her and valued her. Yeah. And sometimes well, we're young now, so we don't think about this. Yeah. But when you think ahead, there's going to come a point where money is not as relevant, you know, yeah. to what we think it is. The houses aren't as relevant. The reputation that you have isn't as relevant. It's going to be, you know, what effect have you left on yeah. others? Making a positive difference. There's nothing exactly. bigger than like making a difference in someone's mm-hmm. life, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah, that's definitely. like um, it has a domino effect, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I came across a quote that said, "You could change, you could change one person's life, mm-hmm. or make a positive difference in mm-hmm. one person's life, and they could go on." to make a positive difference in the lives of millions of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I, I remember, it's probably not the best person to use an example, but Tupac, uh, yeah. who wasn't just a musician, he was a poet. Um, yeah. If You know, to, just to, something like he said, which was, I'm not saying I'm going to change the world. Mm. And he said it with such confidence, but I guarantee I'm going to inspire a mind that will change the world. I think he probably might be, that quote might even be him. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. and if you take it away from the context of Tupac, which maybe some of the things people say, um, like the Black Lives Matter, all of this movement, you know, regardless of the group that's doing it, but I mean this now um, movement in terms of seeking the rights and equality for people who are sidelined and marginalised in society, mm. generally people of colour yeah. and people come from um, black and ethnic minorities. I know that we're, that terminology now they're shying away from, but that's what it is, isn't yeah. it? It's people who are black uh, and people who are brown. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, some of the things which he spoke about at his time, you find that only now they've become almost universally accepted. Yeah. Police brutality... Uh, and that's not just in America, yeah. even on a local level. Yeah. You know, we've gone through instances where we've had issues with the police, uh, and much of that comes, you know, there's reasons for it when we were growing up. Yeah. A lot of it was the police were coming from places where they don't understand the geography, they don't understand the um, community issues that we're facing, they're coming from you know, Rotherham and, you know, Batley and small towns, mm. which, you know, many of them have never, they've probably seen black people, but they've never grown up with black people. Yeah. They don't know the issues we face. Yeah. They don't know the issues the Somali community, the Arab or the Muslim community faces. And so you find those kind of issues exist. And I know we're going... No, but they exist on a different... Yeah. yeah. So you're saying they exist on on different levels. But what he was... To be honest with you, like you said, yeah, because he's observing, isn't it? That means he was observing. Mm -hmm. He was observing and thinking and reflecting on 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 a deeper level of fundamental things together. And that's why he's like, things, what he was saying resonate because... It's like a timeless challenge, isn't it? Exactly. It's like a timeless Absolutely. challenge. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, I think back then, even when I was growing up, okay, you know, Tupac, everyone, he was he was in everyone's lives at that point. <laughs> yeah. um, I look back and I don't think people fully understood the things he was saying. Then, basically. And I, I wish that he would have, you know, lived longer. I think a lot of the things he was calling to, you find 
it's within Islam. I think Islam is the solution to a lot of those problems. Yeah. Uh, and it's something Malcolm X attested to when he went to Hajj mm. and he saw, yes, the Muslim community as individuals were not perfect, mm. but the message is perfect. Yeah. The model is perfect. It stood the test of time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not a fad. It's not just something that's come now and in 50 years' time we're going to look back. Just like now you find with many liberal, you know, kind of ideals and values, 20 years, you know, they look back at 20 years ago as what were we doing? Yeah. And it's a constant refresh. But Islam is not like that. Yes, Islam is applicable to every time, place and situation, circumstance. Yeah. But it's something which... Uh, you know, subhanAllah, is the solution, you know. So, that's why I always say my life story and your life story might be unique, mm -hmm. but what we are facing at Abigail's is the common, timeless and universal challenge of changing our hearts and minds and soul for the better. See, that's <laughs> because, a good way of putting it. Because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, you know, you know because yeah. I've become interested, like I say, I'm a student of human nature, mm -hmm. and I realise that when you understand the nature of something, you see the, the timeless challenge even Allah says we've created mankind in hardship and struggle so everything good and bad takes effort the question is is, is this thing meaningful is this struggle meaningful because you're going to if you try to do bad things like criminality or racism or all it's a struggle because it takes a lot of effort do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, this, and then, so if you try to do good, it's the same. It takes a lot of effort and a struggle because you're you're doing it the timeless challenge of mm -hmm. individually we will face our own unique test and examination from Allah, and then and then and then you're in the context because you don't live in a vacuum, as someone said. Like we live with people, you live in the society, and and then you're dealing with their issues yeah. as well, who are yeah. affecting you. And I was actually talking to an English kid the other day. And I said, I was telling him, I've got a podcast, I was just, we just had a conversation, I said, I've got a podcast, I said, be curious, I talk about Islamic perspectives, so just be curious, didn't it? And I said to him, look, did you know the word psychology actually means the study of the soul? But now it means the study of the mind. So I said to him, what happened to the soul? <laughs> so I said, because, see, in that time, when the Greeks and the ancient time, the word was originated from the study of the influence of the soul and spirituality was uh, was part of the culture. But now in the West, mainly, and in different societies where religion, the influence of religion has declined, it means spirituality and the soul. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it doesn't exist because, because what's influencing is the context and the environment. So now people, sometimes I was even listening to this guy, the psychology guy, and I was talking, and he was saying, and they were having a conversation like this, and then... Um, he was saying, you see, this, this is this, this, and he said, because of evolution, he was going, facts, facts. Yeah. <laughs> you see, and I'm thinking, look, you see, because there's an evolution, he reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You get it? So yeah, yeah. The context, in it? It's mm -hmm. the context of that situation. Absolutely. Of, of the time. But the overall, though, the timeless challenge is the same. It's like people, their hearts and mind and soul. Is that's what really is about changing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's why the prophets come in, and what the prophets always come to refresh the message, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like the period. Even I was I was reading the Sirah, and what was the guy who changed the? Uh, is it Abdul? You know the guy who like the say the Arabs at that time they were on the religion of um, Prophet uh, Ibrahim and Ismail, and then there was one guy in it who went to Syria, Abdullah something who went to Syria got an idol. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's his name? Do you remember his name? 
Abdullah something. He got he basically he's the guy who got he went to Syria and then he got an idol. He got a, a, the first idol and then he put it on the Kaaba and then he influenced from there on. Absolutely. No, no, it's one person. <laughs> one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One person. Even if we were to just look at it on a street level, uh, we hear many of the areas we live in aren't the best areas. But if you look at the history of these areas that we live in, it was generally a few people who were involved in illegal activities, should we say, yeah. drugs and mm-hmm. things like that. Gangs. But they influenced, if you leave that cancer there, and I'm not calling any of our brothers uh, who are involved in that, may Allah guide them and us, a cancer. But their actions themselves, they may not, they don't, they may not seek to influence other people. They may not seek to do that. They may just look at making some money, for example. Yeah. It's a very individual choice. Yeah. But naturally, that kind of action brings consequences. Mm. It comes um, with different things which there's no getting away from. Yeah. And that then affects other people in the local community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now selling drugs, it brings more money. Yeah. Then it, you get young people now aspire looking at you in a positive way. Oh, look, look at the car he's driving. Yeah. Okay. Then it brings, which is often the problem, violence. Yeah. So now you get young people being caught up now in violence because people come from another area. Yeah. And now all of a sudden that young person, and it's what we grew up in really, yeah, yeah. you know, you're someone not in that life, you know, they say you're not about that life, you're someone who's a normal citizen, law abiding, yeah. you know, you're just trying to get it, make your way in life and all of a sudden you've got problems that aren't of your own making. Yeah. So it's almost chosen for you, these problems that you face according to where you live, yeah. you know, and going back, I don't need to quote Tupac again but he said something like it's a setup like I remember yeah. him saying you know we're, we're not meant to make it it's a setup yeah. and I remember when we were younger looking at it like that like how are you expected to st- stay on the straight and narrow mm. and you're living in these areas it's where bad, you know sometimes you go out to get some food and all of a sudden someone says what area are you from trying to attack you <laughs> and it's like yeah. then so when I speak to young people I'm like I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I understand why you feel like you need to carry a knife. Yeah. It's a struggle Be- as well. Because, yeah. you know, you're fearful yeah. that these guys have a knife. And if you don't have a knife, you may get hurt. Yeah. And it's human nature to protect yourself. But then we need to look at the real solutions because that's not a solution. Yeah. Taking the law into your own hands. Then we need to, you know, be speak with the police. We need to be looking at different yeah. things. It's a deeper but, issue to like... Your yeah, but this way you're exactly yeah. at that point that the actions of one or two or a few people affect many. Yeah. For good and bad as well. For it's good and bad. Good absolutely. And bad. Yeah. absolutely. That's the good absolutely. thing. Like when you even yourself, you mm-hmm. said like when you were going back to the question of what inspires you, if you make a difference, like inshallah, you know, mm-hmm. being like, even on a small level, like the, it has a domino effect, didn't it? Like mm-hmm. one little definitely, small domino. Definitely, effect. we don't see it sometimes. We don't see it. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, someone, and back then, even now perhaps, people advising you, it was few and far between. Someone stopping you in the street. I think it was more regular then yeah. that you'd get an older, 10 years, 15 years older than, listen, guys. 
don't hang around here, it's not good for you. Don't yeah. do this. Listen, I've been through this, we've seen this. Guys, don't do this, do this. Work hard, get your heads down. And used to be, you, we used to appreciate it. Like, yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Thank you, brother. Now, unfortunately, I don't know if it's, I don't think people, it's my own feeling, are as approachable. Like if you just go up to some guys on the street, we've done this before and we try to do it. But I think we were more receptive back then. Yeah. And I think the message has changed. If you just even look at the music, the music has changed. Yeah. The music now, you know, you get lyrics like I put a guy in a bag and I'm free. Yeah. So it's like back then people actually had more pity for themselves that they they felt forced into this life, but they had a, an element of regret that they sold drugs. Yeah. And they lived a bad life. Whereas now, it's actually become something to boast about. So yeah. you're going to someone trying to advise him yeah. who sees, you know, I'm the dog, I'm the baby, yeah. exactly, yeah, so. Yeah. Now, just say Allah khairan, because we've got Musalat and Musalat and Marqab, and we've got Marqab prayer, inshallah. So I just want to say, um, just say Allah khairan, brother, it's an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, really, thank you for taking the time out. And inshallah, and hopefully this, this was your first time, it will not be your last time. Yeah, yeah, inshallah, inshallah, it's been a pleasure being here, finally, inshallah. <laughs> and now I know where you are, inshallah, it won't be the last time, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah, khairan. And jazakallah khairan, bro, may Allah reward you greatly for today and for all your efforts. And thank you for coming to and share your inspirational story. I'm sure a lot of people will benefit from it. And our tips and advice, inshallah. Guys, and that's it for today's episode. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah. Take care and I wish you success in this life and the hereafter. And I ask Allah to give us all Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina adhaab al-nar. Oh Allah, give us good in this life and the hereafter. Safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.